0: Welcome to the Motherhood Unshackled podcast. My name is France Karian, mom and parenting coach. I'm here to guide you to challenge anything that takes away your freedom and makes you less than you could be. I'm here to encourage you to let your problem shift away from the safe problem and instead guide you to face your true self within. Your safe problems are things external of you that keep you distracted from what really matters like my child is the problem if they didn't have this behavior things would be great i wouldn't yell at them and so on and so forth as long as you believe that the child is the problem and that they have to be fixed you're both going to keep suffering i coach moms to show up mindfully always especially when their children misbehave Each week, I bring you a message to guide you on this journey we call parenting. My goal is to guide you to experience a deep, authentic connection with yourself and your child through the beautiful moments and the challenging ones. It's time for heartfelt, joyful, and simple parenting. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Thank you for joining me today what we're up to is we are going to talk about the science behind social coherence and social incoherence, and essentially the science behind why parenting starts with us. It's really fun. And we're going to talk about the two important ways in which it impacts our parenting and give you practical on-the-go techniques that you can use to self-regulate, to neutralize your emotional reactions in the moment, to reduce the impact of stress, and to plug energy chains. And then we're gonna give you guidance on how to add this practical technique to your daily routine. So let's get started. You're going to hear me say, and if you've been following me for a while, you probably have heard me say this message over and over and over again, that parenting starts with us. And this is what we're going to dive into first. I'm going to show you some of the science to prove to you that parenting really does start with us. Okay. So i want to ask you a question. Have you ever walked into a room and something just felt off? right? You could feel it or like you've heard the saying, you could just cut the tension with a knife or even that there's, you know, excitement in the air. You could just feel it around Christmas, um, maybe the month leading up to Christmas or before a family trip or a child's birthday or whatnot, right? We feel that. We know that there's energy, but sometimes we feel disconnected to it, right? And what you really need to understand is that different emotions we experience, different create different heart rhythms. Okay, so an incoherent heart rhythm is produced when we feel emotions such as frustration, anxiety, anger, worry, irritation. And then a coherent heart rhythm is produced when we feel emotions such as joy, peace, love, appreciation, care, compassion, and so on right? So the emotions that support us to be our best selves are the ones that create a coherent heart rhythm. And the ones that don't necessarily support us being our best selves are the ones that create an incoherent heart rhythm. So if you're inside the Conscious Mom Collective, you'll see, and I'll post a graph, but really if you can just imagine like a line just going up and down and like there's no rhythm to it there's just like it's just messy right versus the coherence is like it's just a smooth line going up and down in the same even pattern almost right pretty close to the same even pattern and it's just peaceful to look at the other one is just all over the place right so every time your heart beats it actually produces electricity whenever electricity is produced the magnetic field is also produced. Together, the electricity and the magnetic field they're called the electromagnetic field. But for the to keep it simple, we're just going to call it the magnetic field. Okay, so what is interesting about the magnetic field is that it can go through everything it goes through our clothes, it goes through walls, doors, buildings, school buses, cars, whatever, everything. Okay, it goes through everything. And the magnetic field does not only go through things, but it carries information. And if you've seen me share about Healy, like this little device, right or this little device, this big device the Mag Healy, it's be, it's this is it like it it carries it broadcast information about whatever it is that you desire maybe it's coherence maybe it's sinus release maybe whatever it is right it carries information with it so because the magnetic field can go through things that makes it possible for us to use our cell phones right it makes it possible for it to work inside buildings and it makes it possible for our car radios and like a million other things right so what does our cell phone and our heart have in common? If a magnetic field carries or broadcast information from your cell phone, that information would be text messages, um, you know, calls, pictures, whatever you use your cell phone to sh- share in, any type of information with somebody else, right? Um, then what does the magnetic field radiating from your heart carry or broadcast? it broadcasts our emotions and our attitudes, right? So, we need to understand that we are literally feeding the field with our feelings, emotions, and attitudes, okay? So, the magnetic field from your heart can actually be measured up to three feet away, but it is actually believed to go much further than that. I've had meditation teachers that I've worked with that have told me have gone like a way, way, way beyond that. And they have proof of it. Um, there's just no machine sensitive enough to be able to measure that. Okay. But there's been, there's an institute called Heart Math Institute, and it's actually been studying the heart and brain connection for over 30 years. Um, interesting. They started in 1991, which is the year that I was born. Um, so They've done multiple, multiple, multiple studies with um, groups of people, and it would be four people together. And out of the four, three of them were taught techniques to bring them back into coherence, and the other one was not. And what they would have these people do is just sit in a circle, sit at a circular table, okay? And the three people that knew the techniques to bring them back to coherence did them. And you do them with your eyes open. It doesn't really matter. Nobody knows what you're doing, really. And they didn't tell the other person, right? And then the other person, they were all on monitors to monitor their coherence levels. And the so the three people were practicing the coherence technique and the one that wasn't their heart rhythm started off extremely incoherent. So, right, the messy lines going up and down, no rhythm, no beauty to it or anything, just a hot mess, really. And then, just by being around the three people that were in the coherent state, their heart rhythm, without changing anything, without knowing any techniques, went switch from the completely incoherent to the smooth, even up and down coherent lines. So if you're inside the Conscious Mom Collective, I'll have a graphic of that to show you as well, which is really, really interesting and is one of the pieces that we need to understand as parents, right? And that coherent state, again, is that state of joy, compassion, peace, love, care, appreciation, right? So your emotions and attitudes, all of them, they're being carried and broadcasted from your heart around your magnetic field. So think of you like as a someone walking with a big bubble and then your child's also walking with a big bubble, right? And then they mix together as you're interacting throughout your day, your magnetic fields mix together. And it literally impacts the way that other people feel. Now there's a whole other way to look at it too, through, sorry, through human design. Um, And some people with an open solar plexus can really, really feel other people's emotions a lot more than others. But we need to understand that we are feeding the field with our emotions. And then I'm gonna give you exactly how this applies to parenting, right? So there's two ways in which the coherence and incoherence, social incoherence and social coherence implies to parenting. In other words, parenting starts with you. So let's dive into that now. Many of us are faced with challenges with our children's behavior, emotions, anxiety, focus, concentration, whatnot, right? But we need to start to not put all the focus on them and to start looking at us. How are you doing, right? How are you doing? Because I just showed you that has been proven by science over and over again that you impact your child and everybody else around you, that you impact your child, your emotions, your attitudes, your stress. Your child feels it. So are you stressed? When you get triggered by your child, are you feeling emotions like anger, fear, impatience, frustration, irritation, rage, anxiety, overwhelm? Because if you do, they feel it. They feed off of it and the situation blows up. We want our children to self-regulate, but we make it harder for them by not by in those moments when we're triggered, not being able to bring to regulate ourselves, to bring us back to coherence, right? So they feed off our energy and then we end up in a situation where we're saying things or doing things that, you know, don't represent how we actually want to parent. And the situation just blows up, right? So what we're going to be talking about today, and you know, over our time together here, among other things, but we're going to talk about how you can how we can bring you back to a place of peace, compassion, calm, and love. So I really want you to understand the emotions you experience throughout the day when your child is around you specifically, but always really, when they're having a meltdown. They don't stay inside you. They go out and they affect the people around you and they affect your child, okay? So again, you're literally feeding the field. Now I need to tell you something really important about self-regulation, okay? Everyone focuses on, please help me teach my child to self-regulate. Number one, I'm gonna say that most parents don't even know how to rip. self-regulate, but it is not the right thing we're looking at. We are focusing on the wrong thing. What we need to be focusing on is co-regulation. Thank you for listening to the episode today. I hope you found one golden nugget to be able to apply to your parenting and your life to better support you. If you are curious to listen to the rest of the episode where we finish the conversation on co-regulation versus self-regulation, the second important way on how social coherence and incoherence impacts our parenting, and learn a practical on-the-go technique you can use to self-regulate, neutralize emotional reactions in the moment, reduce the impact of stress, plug energy drains and guidance on how to add this practical technique to your daily routine. And if you want full access to all of my podcast episodes, as well as the weekly Q&A, group coaching twice a month, and more, check out the Conscious Mom Collective online tribe. The link is in the show notes. If you desire guidance from me every week, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and also follow me on Instagram or TikTok. I want to leave you with this quote. Great parenting happens when you start controlling yourself and stop controlling your child. Parenting is more about reparenting yourself as it is about parenting your child. This is a process. This is a journey and I am here to guide you one connection at a time.